Hello and welcome to the Fit Professional Podcast, the number one podcast for fitness professionals looking to build their fitness business. If you're after more clients, more income, and more free time, then you've come to the right place. Visit podcast.fitprofessional.com.au today. How would you like to discover the exact blueprint to generating six figures per year running your very own successful fitness boot camp or group fitness business? Introducing Fitness Business Blueprint, the most revolutionary, effective, and exciting strategies for growing your fitness business fast. To find out more, head over to fiitacademy.com.au forward slash events and find an event near you. Head on over and watch this short 12-minute video trailer. Also be sure to check out how one of our past attendees said they learned more about marketing in six hours than they did in four years at university. Now let's transition into today's episode. Hello Fit Professionals, welcome to another fantastic episode of the Fit Professional Podcast. I am your host with the most today, Brett Campbell, and today I have a special guest hailing all the way from the UK, um, from Bradford. His name is Tom Crawshaw. Uh, Tom and I met online um, through the, it sounded like we're on a dating site there, so we met online and we had a great time. Um, we met online through Facebook, um, funny that, um, and it just so happens that we're going to be talking Facebook today. Um, Tom's an expert in the Facebook uh, area. His, for his clients, he's generated hundreds and hundreds of leads and, and thousands and thousands of pounds. Um, we have to use the pounds there because uh, they don't operate in dollars. Um, they're still backwards, I think, that whole thing. But hey, look, that's another podcast topic. But uh, Tom, Mate, thanks for, uh, for taking your time out of your day, and uh, welcome to the Fit Professional Podcast. Hey, Ray, no worries. Thanks for having me on today. I uh, really appreciate the invite, and hopefully we're going to drop some knowledge today so we can help change some lives and, and help the listeners out with, with some of their cool Facebook stuff that I've been doing. Yeah, excellent. And, and I guess a great segue there, Tom, was um, you know for our listeners, um, you, you'll be able to um, find out more about this um, when it's live, of course, but uh, I just recorded um, a... Um, a session, a seven-minute session, actually, with Tom. A, uh, he does a, a um, what would you call it, a video, seven-minute video knowledge bombs. Um, I probably muddled that name up for you there, buddy, but basically he, he gets experts on there, seven minutes, drops as many bombs as they can. So uh, I was dropping bombs over Baghdad for the last seven minutes. So now it's uh, Tom's turn to uh, to flip the switch, and we're going to um, – before we get into some questions, Tom, give us a little bit more of a background about you, how you started in the industry, and um, you know what, what's your main focus at the moment? All right, Brad. Well, it's, it's actually an interesting story. I've got a, quite a, a different background than most uh, fitness professionals, most fitness marketers, because you know I started off uh, working with Facebook five years ago, and you know originally I was a DJ and I was pro- promoting myself and my music through Facebook, generating thousands of followers, got geeks all up and down the UK and, and over in Ibiza as well. And, you know, I had some pretty fun, crazy times, but you know, I, I don't know how DJs manage to do it all their life. It's, it's a, <laughs> it take, definitely takes its toll on you. So I, I moved over to working for myself and, and actually applying the strategies that I learned while promoting myself on Facebook with my DJing career into small businesses and, and how small businesses can generate more leads locally from from Facebook, so you know we were managing the profiles, we were running ads and things like that, and it was it was working quite well. But you know, I was I was getting a bit dis- disillusioned with working with different industries, going from 
you know, events companies to diamond jewelers to restaurants to bars to nightclubs, all these different industries. And, and I really had a passion for fitness. And, you know, one thing or another led me down this path. And I ended up actually doing some research, speaking to a ton of different fit pros, you know, well over 50 different guys and girls um, from around the world, just sort of asking them what was their their biggest frustration, what was their most painful problem and, and what they were struggling with. And, you know, most of the time I was just hearing, you know, I could do with more clients. Yeah, and, and that's... That's probably one of the biggest frustrations in the fitness industry because you know these guys don't really get taught effective direct response online marketing methods in the certification. So that's really a problem that I wanted to address with the strategies that I was uh, working with uh, with my clients. So I just sort of adapted some of the stuff I was doing on Facebook over into the fitness industry. And, you know, taking insights from the internet marketing world, the local marketing world, and just sort of merging some stuff together and, and bringing a fresh approach, a fresh take on, on on this whole marketing for Fit Pro stuff because, you know, <clears throat> Facebook's a massively underutilized platform and and literally I, I've been, I can work with a guy for, you know, for like half an hour, 60 minutes on a call and we can get a, a quick little funnel set up and he can be start generating leads the very same day. So, um, you know, you don't have to get confused with all this tech stuff. Um, you know, there's ways around it and you, know, you can hire people or you can set up really simple stuff. And so, yeah, that's really kind of my background in a nutshell, Brett. Oh, that's kind of answered your question. Yeah, no, excellent. Um, yeah, give, give our listeners a, a good understanding. So, you know, you, you didn't start in the fitness industry. You started in, in another industry and you took that knowledge and now you've brought it into the fitness industry and, you, and you're taking names. So let's, let's look at um, some things on Facebook, right? I'm just going to throw out some things. Um, and I just want to get your response to, to what this actually is, your initial response, okay? So we've got ads, sponsored ads, post-page engagement ads. We've got offers, events, milestones, fan gates, sharing, liking, commenting. Now, there's a whole heap of things, right? Yeah. Where does the fitness professional start? What's what's Tom's take on, on Facebook and where, where do we start to avoid the overwhelm? Because, you know, it's pretty fair to say that there are a lot of things you can do on Facebook, Um so where does someone start, mate? Yeah, there is a lot of options on there, and <laughs> I can easily see how how it can be overwhelming. I mean, for, for a lot of the clients that I work with, it, they do get this sense of overwhelm and, you know, what do I do first and, and all that kind of stuff. So really you need a fan page to, to start um, using Facebook effectively for your business. If you want to start using the ads platform, then you do need a fan page to actually run the ads through. So... If you've not got one of those set up, that's destination number one. You need to go and get your fan page set up, get a cover image sorted. I mean, you can find a graphic designer, you can use Fiverr, you get $5, and, and they can knock you up something you know pretty decent, um, to be honest, for $5. Um, and once you've got that set up, like, um, like you mentioned on the Knowledge Bomb, if people want to go back and listen to that, you were talking about having some posts ready to get posted out there, having some content some images, um, you know, if you're writing blogs, you want to be posting those out on your Facebook page as well. Just to get that interaction going, um, for me, I post twice a day on my fan page and I look over in the insights section and I can see where most people are online, where most people are interacting with my posts and, you know, it's 4pm and 10pm for me, so I'm posting at those different times. So that's really step number one. 
And obviously these fit pros are looking to generate leads from Facebook. So having a fan page there isn't really going to get you, um, you know, generating 10, 20, 30 leads um, a week because, you know, you, for one, you need an audience on your fan page and that's going to take some time and some effort to build up. And, and two, people who join your fan page, you know, you need some sort of offer to put in front of them first. So they're not going to just ring you up as soon as, they, as soon as they've liked your fan page to say, hey, I'd, I'd love to come and train with you. I've just liked your fan page. I don't know anybody that's, <laughs> that, that actually happened to. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you then want to look at creating an offer, a low barrier to entry offer where people can opt in, where you can grab their, ideally, you can grab their name, email, and phone number so you can give them a call. You can then, you know, say if you've got a, a seven-day free trial, for example, um, and you're offering that on, on your fan page, you're sending people to a squeeze page, and you're grabbing all their contact information, you give them a call, and then you book them in for a consultation where you actually upsell them into a, into a, a you know, maybe an eight-week or a 12-week program. Um, very simple structure, works incredibly well, and, you know, I'm not the, the brainchild behind this. It's literally... You know, you go into any industry and people are sending traffic to a squeeze page, following up and converting them. It's a very, very basic structure of, of how you actually generate leads online. And, you know, as I say, if you go into any industry, you'll find this structure. So that's, those, are, those are some starting um, words of wisdom, so to speak. But really, when you go down to the ad stuff and, you know, you've got offers, you've got um, you know, CPM bidding, cost per clicks, you've got all this kind of stuff. Um, let me simplify that down for you. You know, you've, you've got boosted posts as well, um, which you <laughs> talked about on the Knowledge Bomb, Brett. Um, boosted posts are great, but you know, if you've only got an audience of, of 100 people on, on Facebook, then maybe it's not going to be that worthwhile in boosting your posts because you know, you, you're probably only going to reach 50 of those you know, maybe maybe even a hundred if you've got the post running long enough. So, you know, you really want to be boosting posts when you've actually built up your fan page to you know a few hundred people, maybe five hundred thousand plus. Where the ads platform comes in really useful is, you know, you could set up a clicks to website ad, um, and you could target that. You could geo target that to your local area within ten miles. So if I set up an ad and I want to work with people in Bradford within 10 miles, I could literally write a post on my fan page, put in a link to my squeeze page, set up an image that sort of resonates with my target market. So if we we'll take the mum's market because it's popular and, and you know that's really a good chunk of the fitness industry to be fair. You know we're saying we're going 25 to 40 year old women. And, you know, the, pe the posts aimed at those people, you know, talk we're talking about their frustrations, their problems, their pains. And then we're sending them to a squeeze page where they can claim a seven-day free trial. And, you know, we've got an image there of, of, of what these women aspire to. So perhaps we're not using a female bodybuilder for this example, but, you know, someone who's in really good shape, who they can relate to and they can think, oh, yeah, that's, that's realistic and that's sort of, that's, that's my dream body, so to speak. Because remember, remember that's going to pop up in people's news feeds, and that's what needs to grab attention. You know, uh, we spoke about this whole little thing called the pattern interrupt, and <clears throat> it's really, really important on Facebook um, to grab people's attention so they can actually read the copy that you've written and they can click through and take action on the offer that you've put together. 
So <clears throat> we would we would set up a very very simple basic campaign. You don't need to worry about offers or boosting the post or anything like that. You literally just set up a page post, ad, clicks to website. You're sending people to your squeeze page, which you know is just where people can claim a seven day trial. And uh, you want to geotag that to your local area, maybe within ten miles, and you know set the demographics to you know twenty five to forty year old women, and and that's literally it. Um, you know, you go for cost per click bidding, and you, and you set your bid at maybe you know you want to set your bid somewhat higher than the highest bid, so your your ad always gets priority in the newsfeed. So that's kind of that's kind of the strategy in a, in a nutshell, Brett. Uh, those are the important things that people must do if they want to generate leads from Facebook. You know, you need a fan page. Yeah, you need to look at the Facebook ads platform, and you need an offer that you can put in front of people. All right, let's. You've said some really valuable things there. Now, I want to go deep on a couple of aspects here. And if you're unfamiliar with the ads, Facebook ads platform, get a fan page and just go and sign up to it. Put your credit card details in and and don't spend money, of course, until you've got a funnel in the back end that can convert leads to produce a return on investment. But, Tom, I want to ask you here I know you use the term website clicks, which is an actual term on Facebook. Now, what's your take? Um, because I'm looking in the back end of my Facebook ads uh, platform right here, right now, um, at yep. a because I, I like to test multiple different facets, and I'm sure you do as well. Um, I've got one ad, exact same ad, um, or wording, etc., for a website click ad, which is where you actually create the ad, you upload an image, versus a page uh, post engagement ad. What's your understanding, and, and what's your thoughts on the the two differences there? Okay, so clicks to website is where you actually want someone to take action and, and go through to your website. So if you've got some sort of funnel, if you've got some sort of offer, that's going to be your best option. Um, <clears throat> post engagement ads, you know, I use these for my blog posts, right? So I'm not directly, I've not got an offer per se that I'm, I'm sending people to. I'm looking to build interaction on the post. I'm looking to build that virality, that sh- social sharing that that's inherent when you go for page post engagement. Because what Facebook does, it'll use the the CPM bidding model, which essentially is, you know, it'll it, you pay per thousand impressions. So Facebook shows you will actually show your ad to more people in the news feed. If you're going for a newsfeed ad, it'll show your ad to more people. Um, and, and what that'll mean is it'll optimize your ad to get more engagement. So you get more likes, comments, and shares. And, and that in itself will drive some referral traffic. It will increase the organic reach of your post. And it'll start to appear in, in, in you know, the people who've engaged in it. It'll start to appear in their newsfeed as well, in, in their friends' newsfeed. Okay, so those are the two differences. I usually use page post engagement when I've got perhaps a blog post that I've put out, like I put out a knowledge bomb and I'll do a page post engagement ad for that. Um, but if I'm running traffic to a squeeze page, you know, I'll, I'll use clicks to website and you know I'll take it a bit deeper, Brett, and I actually use the conversion tracking because mm-hmm. uh, I'd, I'd just like to see the numbers, how that sort of pans out and I optimize my um, campaigns for conversions. And, you know, it may, it may sound a little tricky, it may sound a little technical, and literally it's, it's, you copy and paste some code, you stick it in your thank you page, and, you know, jobs are good, and, and it'll start to track your conversions. 
um, from from your Facebook ads uh, to people converting and actually opting in. So you can you can start to see which ads are performing best. Um, because if you did click the website and you were doing a split test, so you had two different squeeze pages, you'd need to set up two different lists, and obviously you need to copy up and paste over the the follow up sequence, and you need to create. Um, yeah, well, you could use the same tracking code, the same conversion tracking code, but it's just a bit of a of a hassle. So if you do use the tracking, I just find it's a it's a little bit easier to, to sort of figure out um, the numbers behind. Uh, each of your ads so that's that's really the difference between clicks to website and and page post engagement so people you know, I'll, I'll stop there for a second tom like people will be sitting there and they may have already taken action now and looked in the back end of the the facebook um, platform to create an ad there's also something that says website conversions can you um what's yeah. the difference between the clicks to website website conversions yeah so i was just touching on it there a little bit earlier brett so when someone sets a, a website clicks campaign up, so they've got ads running to their website, they don't necessarily know whether, which one, uh, you know, if you've got two different tests, that you don't really know which which, um, which squeeze page is performing the best. Hmm. Um, you know, if, if they're going both the same form, and it's going to be difficult, you know, if, if their leads are going to the same list, it's going to be difficult for you to track which page is performing best. So I always like to use conversion uh, tracking. So it's simply just putting some conversion code. Uh, you can set up a conversion pixel in Facebook. And, and what it will actually do, if someone actually clicks on your lead page, on, on your squeeze page, and they don't opt in, like that, uh, that conversion tracking pixel will stay with them for 28 days. So if they do come back, then it's going to track that conversion as well which is quite cool and interesting. I only found that out the other day. Mm. Um, so f- for me, I want to be able to see my, my metrics, my, my conversions in the dashboard on, on Facebook. I want to be able to see the relative conversions between test A and test B. Um, I mean, you can still track conversions if you had two clicks to website campaigns that were going to two different squeeze pages that had two different lists, Okay. A um, little bit of a hassle to set up and things, but it, it still works. It's doable. You'd have to check your conversions in, in something like Aweber or, or Mailchimp, and it's a little bit of a, of a trickier, um, more sort of hassle and stressful process than mm-hmm. using the conversions. I mean, it's, it is interesting though because I've I've seen the conversion tracking not be very accurate at times. Yeah, I'm not not really sure why that is, um, but. On the whole, though, it gives you a good idea of which ads performing best and, and which isn't. Yeah, and and I can just I can definitely testify to that as well because um, uh, you know, and, and a good thing to remember that the stats that you do see on a platform and in most things that you know, there's always going to be um, some discrepancy in it. And the funny thing that you you say that uh, Tom was uh, we we had a campaign running and it said we generated 1,200 leads from this particular thing, but we, we'd only received about 400. Um, yeah, which I was like, okay, where's where's the rest of them gone? Um, the, the stats looked really good, but um, you know the the result um, obviously wasn't uh, coherent with it. So let's let's change tack a little bit and, and get into some uh, to some nuggets in regards to if there's a personal trainer or a fitness professional out there who's um, wanting to um, 
get started with Facebook advertising, what are your, your initial tips? Like, where, where do they start? Like, most people might say, oh, I don't have much money to do it. What, what's your, your reply to that? Okay, well, um, I just want to just want to bring up one last thing before I move on to that, that question, Brett. Um, just uh, sort of tying over what we were talking about with the conversions, and it just popped up in my mind, so I really wanted to get it out there. Um, <clears throat> it's amazing the difference an image makes to your conversions and, and your click-through rates. Um, that's the biggest thing that I've seen. You know, sometimes I could have a test with an image that has maybe half a percent click-through rate, it's not performing very well, and then I split test it with another image. That image will have two and a half, three percent click-through, and it will start generating leads. So it's it's crazy the difference an image will make. So if your ads aren't actually performing that well, um, nine times out of ten, it's it's to do with your image. You know, if your click-through rate isn't high, then that means your cost per click is going to be high. Mm. And that means Facebook won't show your ad to many people, and and your ad will just drop in performance until you know Facebook won't show it to anybody, and you, you know you won't be paying any money, but your ad won't be reaching anybody. So you make you have to make sure that your ad's really going to be getting a click through rate of over two percent. Now speaking uh, to that with with images, I know Facebook now allow you. Um, to, to have multiple images um, and they'll create the multiple ads for you. Is that something that you, that you utilize every time you set an ad up? So how many, how many different images do you test for the same ad? Uh, so my process, Brett, I use the Power Editor. So it's, it's a little bit different to the Ads Manager. Um, if, if anyone wants to get a head around Power Editor, I've put a video together, a tutorial. It's on my YouTube channel. Um, you'll be able to just find that on my blog, which is ptmastermind.com forward um, if you go forward slash blog you'll be able to find all the posts on there um, but I find it's a little bit easy to use Power Editor like once you get your head around it it's not that complicated and, and literally you can just duplicate an ad and then go into the ad and just change the image so that's the process I would use you know, I would usually set up a test with two different images and see which one works best um, and then just take it from there and you know after you've been doing this for quite a while um, like I have, you start to get, you start to develop an eye for an image that's going to perform quite well, and you know you don't want to rush the time that you spend on selecting an image. Um, it can be quite a long and painstaking process, um, but it, it pays off in the long run because that's really what's going to have the most dramatic effect on your ad and the performance of your ad. You know, if if people don't. If your ad doesn't jump out to people in the newsfeed and they don't see it and they don't click on it, then they're never going to read your copy. They're never going to click through to your website and they're never going to become a lead. And that's really the goal here. So um, <clears throat> that's that's kind of the the chain in all this. That's the the, the weak link. So if if your image is weak, then the rest of, of everything, the rest of your campaign, the rest of your strategy isn't going to be working very well. So, so let's speak a little bit now. Um, I know we've got a few minutes left here. I want to extract yep. as much as I can um, from you. Now, let's speak more on the back-end side of things. So we, we've, we've got the Facebook ad. We've got a squeeze page set up. What, what, are, the, what are the next steps? Because um, I, I know you were talking about promoting your blog posts, those type of things. Why, why would you do that, and, and why would you recommend other people do that? So um, promoting your blog posts is, is very simple. So if you've got a demographic, a specific group of people that you want 
to influence, you want to get your content in front of, then <clears throat> running a, a promoter post, um, running a, an ad to these people is, well, it's going to do a number of things. One, it's going to drive traffic to your website, to the blog post that you've written. Um, number two, if, I mean, what I do with my posts, I'll set up a, a clicks to website campaign and I'll set up a um, page post engagement campaign and see which one performs best. Because sometimes you, you'll still get clicks to your website from the, the page post engagement ad. Mm. And sometimes those clicks will be cheaper than the clicks to website ad. So you kill the clicks to website ad and you just run the page post engagement. And even something like £10 or, or $10 for you guys a day is, is absolutely fine. And, you know, you run that for seven days and you just do one post a week instead of trying to put out, you know, three, four, five different posts. And instead of actually creating a ton of content that, a small amount of people are going to see you create one really good piece of content that a lot of people are going to see because you know a guy called Derek Halpern over at Social Triggers he talks about um, blog promotion you know it's, it's not really in the content creation you, you want to be focusing on the promotion because if your blog post doesn't get into the hands of many people then it's not going to be very effective. You're not going to get your message out to that many people. But if you've got a quality article, if you've got some quality content and it gets into the, in front of a lot of different people, then that's more valuable, that's more successful, that's going to generate more shares, likes, comments, that's going to generate more subscribers on your blog as well. Mm -hmm. So, and if you're using, you know, if you're using it on your, your Facebook page, um, you know, if you're posting content out there, it's, you're going to struggle to reach that many people. So you post it on your fan page and then you can promote that to your local audience. You can, you know, you can select the age, you can select the demographic. And, you know, there's, there's some guys that I know over in Ireland, they do this and at the bottom of every blog post, they've got, they've got an opt-in box, you know, put in your name, email and phone number to get your seven day trial. Mm -hmm. And that, that's working insanely well for them. Like it's unreal, and they're getting—they're practically getting free leads. And you know, also what else you can do is you can put together a list of all your favorite clients, or, or should I say, all your clients, because you know they all should be your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, put a list of, of your clients together, of your friends, of your community, and then whenever you do a blog post, you can send an email out to these guys and just say, "Hey, I've got this new blog post out. Really appreciate if you could take a look. Here's the here's the post on Facebook." Uh, it'd be awesome if you could like it um, and leave leave some comments and, and even share it if you feel that it's valuable to your friends and, and you know your Facebook community and and that way you're going to get a ton of free shares likes and comments that's going to drive the organic traffic that's going to drive the organic um, engagement that and then people are going to click on the post go through to your website and that's practically free advertising um, and free leads. Um, so yeah Facebook's now a platform where you have to pay to play so if you're not paying then they're not going to reward you very well in terms of the reach and, and how many people you can get your content in front of so that's why I do it and, and, and also it's, 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 it's a bit of a positioning thing as well because if you can put out content regularly and start appearing in lots of people's different lots of different people's news feeds then they're going to start to see you more often they're going to think, oh, who is this guy, you know, that keeps popping up in my news feed? I'm going to take a look at some of his blog posts. And, and the more times they see you and, and if you're putting out quality content, then they're going to take a look at it and they're going to go through it. And they're going to think, oh, yeah, this guy, you know, this guy, he's interested. I'm going to take a seven-day trial. So 
it's it's more of a long term process and long term strategy of 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 getting your content out to more people, increasing uh, the traffic to your website, and increasing your influence in in your local area. Excellent, Tom, mate. Um, some really good things came from there, and um, something that popped up for me actually that. Um you know, again, these these interviews are always fantastic. Not only that the uh, listener gets to learn, I get to learn as well. Something that I haven't actually tested before was, um, and I'll just get you to touch on it a little bit more because yep. I am going to give it a crack. Are you saying that you actually email a in a direct or in an, in your email you um, hyperlink or you have the link to your actual Facebook post first, so they have to go to Facebook post via um, or go to your blog via Facebook? Does that make sense? Yeah, so you'd send a link to your Facebook post. And not, so got, not hey your guys, blog just post. Put, just put a new post up on Facebook. Um, it's about my new blog. I'd love for you to go over and just, just mm. take a look and, and comment and, and like and share it. Really appreciate it. Um, and, and, yeah, that's – so instead of sending them to the blog post, send them to your Facebook post. Have you um, noticed a difference in uh, click-through right there? Because what can happen is if you send out the email and someone's on their iPhone – and they actually click a link inside an email um, that goes to Facebook, it'll actually open up the Facebook um, app in Safari versus the actual the app that you have on your iPhone. Have you have you noticed any differences in that? Um, yeah, it's, it's difficult to say. I mean, <clears throat> from my point of view, I've not really noticed any, any significant um, increases or decreases. Okay. You know, I'm still getting a steady click-through rate on my emails, um, but I would I would say this: it's, it's worth testing it out. Mm. Um, you could also go a different route and actually message your clients on Facebook and, and just say, "I have the new post on, on my fan page, and I'll link them link them to it directly in the Facebook platform." Uh, that that can also be effective. It's just it's just getting your your content in front of of people that, that know, like, and trust you and that, that are going to say good things and that are going to support you and, and help spread the reach. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%, mate. And, and again, we're, uh, we're we're at the end of the episode right now. And, mate, I just want to thank you for sharing all your information there and what I really want to uh, to hammer home, the fact that, um, you know, a couple of key points you mentioned there is if, if you're thinking about utilising Facebook, then you certainly should. <laughs> if if you're if you're not thinking about using Facebook and you're in the fitness industry, you should. Um, and yeah. of course, if if you you really want to make um, traction and, and move forward in the industry, you really um you know need to start paying to play, and that means starting off with a very low ad budget to start with. Um, so I've I started. Everyone asked me where do you start with your ads, and and I started spending five dollars a day. You know, I went ten dollars a day, and, and I've had days where I've spent over a thousand dollars a day on advertising. But the yeah. key point there, and I'm sure you testified to this, Tom, is that it all comes back to return on investment. So, would you spend a thousand dollars if you're going to get two thousand in return? And and the answer every day for me is hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's always a hell yeah because listen, last week, last Wednesday, I set up a campaign for a guy called Alex, um, client of mine. We set up a campaign, literally on the call. And he did a ten dollar a day budget. He said he said that ad running for four days. He spent forty dollars. Yeah, I think he's got he's got between ten and twenty leads, and he's already got one sale. It's over a thousand dollars, like a thousand. I think it's eleven hundred dollars. So 
He's he's made an incredible return on investment. He hasn't even called all the leads. He's not had he's not had all the consultations. Yeah, and he's only spent forty dollars. Yeah. So it's it's really crazy the numbers you can come out with. I mean, another example: a guy over in the states he got fifty nine leads for seventy seven dollars, and he's made thousands of dollars so far, and he's not even contacted all the leads yet. Um. So it's it's absolutely crazy. Um, you, you've got to be nuts not to test Facebook out, and um, you know I see a lot of people going wrong and, and trying the wrong stuff out, and and, and and yeah, you do need to to understand what's going to work and what isn't, and and that's really kind of kind of where I come in, and I'm going to do a bit of a shameless plug, Brett, because I've got a book coming out next Wednesday, Wednesday the thirtieth. I don't know when this podcast is going to go out, um, but yeah, I've got a book coming out next. Um, next Wednesday on the 30th called The New Rules of Facebook Ads for Fit Pros and it's going to show you how to, you know, it's going to show you seven steps to, to getting insanely profitable clients. Um, so that's due for release. As I said, on the 30th it's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be on the Amazon uh, bookstore. So if anybody wants to, to learn about a strategy that's working really, really well, that they can set up in 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and I'll have them starting to generate leads the very same day without any technical kerfuffles like setting up squeeze pages and stuff, then you should really check it out. Where, where can they uh, get a website link for that? Say again? Where can people check that out? On Amazon, did you say? Yeah, if, and if you repeat the Google, name again. Um, the new rules for Facebook ads for Fit Pros cool. in Amazon. Um, there's going to be loads of stuff on my Facebook fan page. Um, you know, people can connect with me on my personal profile as well. And, you know, that's something that I, I would have touched on today because that's another powerful way of, uh, of, of generating leads. But, you know, people can find me on Facebook. You just go to facebook.com forward slash Tom Crawshaw. And, and that's spelled C-R-A-W-S-H-A-W. And, you know, you can have me on a friend that's there. I'm going to be posting about it. Um, pretty pretty regularly um, over these next few weeks, and and you'll be able to you'll be able to find a copy of it on my website as well. Um, that's ptmastermind.com. Excellent. Well, Tom, thank you very much uh, once again for for coming on the show and uh, make good luck with the launch of your book. I uh, hope it's a, a massive success, and no doubt it will be. Um, and mate, um, all, all the best, and we'll, we'll be in contact, of course. And, and like I say, anyone out there who wants to uh, find more about Tom, go check out his book. Um, I haven't read it yet, obviously, but I highly recommend it. Um, he, he knows his shit when it comes to this, so uh, the, the book has to be great. So, all right, team, have a uh, fantastic day. And, uh, Tom, I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you very much.